At 7 p.m. on Monday, September 14th, Marquette University sent an email out to its entire student body. It was an email no one wanted to receive. It brought the news that Schrader Hall residents would be forced to quarantine for two weeks after 3% of the dorm's residents tested positive for COVID-19. Students were given a three-hour notice to collect groceries and other essentials. Students who could left to go home. Those who couldn't were in lockdown. My name is Roy Bowler, and welcome to Lockdown, a three-part podcast series that explores the Schrader Hall quarantine during the COVID-19 pandemic, specifically through the eyes of two students who were forced to quarantine in Schrader Hall. We will also have on special guests to give us insight regarding the quarantine's impact on Marquette's students. I hope you enjoy this podcast. You are now entering Lockdown. Let's meet the students. I'm Patrick Cooney, sophomore, from New York City, I'm a finance major, and live in a trader. My name is Anna Schuster. I am an exercise physiology major, and I am from Haymarket, Virginia. On today's episode, we will talk to Patrick and Anna about their two weeks in quarantine. We will also hear from Schrader's Hall Minister, Megan Heater, and Schrader's Jesuit in residence, Father Jose Miguel Armillo. For context, Marquette was forced to lock down after 3% of the 373 students in the building tested positive for COVID-19. The Milwaukee Health Department referred to this as a cluster of cases, which meant the dorm was forced to quarantine. During the first three days of quarantine, all students had to be tested. Those who tested positive would quarantine at a university-identified isolation space. Marquette was not the first university to deal with the effects of COVID. Just a week before, two dorms at the University of Wisconsin-Madison were placed on a two-week quarantine. Notre Dame suspended in-person classes for two weeks after a surge of COVID cases in August. Patrick Cooney admits September 14th started out like any regular night. I was actually in the room across the hall from me, and then we heard, like, screams from the hallway. And I was really confused. I checked my phone, and I found out that traders were quarantined for 14 weeks, at, uh, and well, the quarantine will go in effect at 10 p.m., which was, it was like it was like 8 o'clock at the time, so in two hours. In those two hours, I was kind of figure out what I was going to do, either I was going to leave or not. Originally, I was going to go stay at my buddy's house, but that kind of fell through. And then once I realized I was staying Trader, I went to uh, Sundex to get like as much food as I can. With no roommate, Patrick admits quarantine was different compared to the initial quarantine in March and April. They were really weird, honestly. And it was kind of weird to be in that kind of little space, and it was weird to deal with the new rules. Even though I did quarantine back in March and April, it was definitely a new quarantine because I was by myself. Patrick also faced some unexpected difficulties. The big thing was I was really walking around and I felt my legs kind of feeling weird because you know, I never really use them. So a lot of times whenever I went to get food, I'd always walk up the stairs. At least my legs wouldn't die. Patrick said he tried to focus on schoolwork during the two weeks, but not being able to leave his room made this difficult. A lot of times I go to the library to work, so since I couldn't do that, I was kind of stuck in my room. And there's a lot of distractions, so... I asked Patrick what the most difficult part of quarantine was, and what he looked forward to most after getting out. Definitely just being by yourself for that long. Without really talking to anyone face-to-face, and people FaceTime me and stuff. But other than that, it was kind of just hard being by being alone for that long time. Just seeing people in person, my big thing was like, actually interacting with someone in person was a big thing. The news of the quarantine came as a surprise to Anna, but she took it in stride. Actually, I was at the Commons getting dinner, and my roommate was in the room. And so she got the email, and being the saint she is, <laughs> she called me and was like, hey, uh, did you hear Schrader's on lockdown? And then my friend got a text, and basically it all blew up. 
I was in disbelief at first, and then I thought it was really funny. And my friend was like cursing up the storm, like, and I was just laughing, watching her freak out. And it was fine. She freaked out for both of us. <laughs> Students in Schrader were quarantined to their dorms, meaning the only people they could interact with for two weeks was their roommate. So Anna and her roommate created fun ways to stay in touch with their friends. My roommate and I are actually the same friend group, so that was good. Uh, and there was one night we had a big Skype call with a bunch of people, like even outside of the dorm. <laughs> that was funny because the RA came and knocked on the door and was like, is there more than two people in this room? We were like, no, we're just on a Skype call. <laughs> My friends um, downstairs in the building, they were like, let's schedule outdoor time together. So we kind of all picked a time, and we went out and made lunch together outside. Anna also spent a lot of time studying. As uh, I told my roommate, if you feel like you're forgetting something, there's always more to study. <laughs> I learned I could sit down for multiple periods of time and read the same page over and over again. Anna admits that the two weeks were not that bad. I learned how genuinely kind everybody is here. They came around, and they always were asking if we were okay. And then, like, at the dining hall, they were, like, the last day was so funny. They were telling us about how we were, like, the best kids ever. Like, we would always say thank you, and we'd always use manners. And that was just kind of nice to hear. <laughs> I liked my two weeks. Like, it was unfortunate seeing people, like, not being able to talk to people in between the floors. But it really made you appreciate, like, actually going to in-person class, seeing people outside the dorms, taking walks. It wasn't a bad experience. Funny story. I spoke with Schrader's Jesuit in residence, Father Jose Miguel Jarmillo. He lives in Schrader and is there to offer emotional and spiritual support to the students. He explained to me the reasoning behind shutting down Schrader. Uh, the main idea behind shutting down Schrader was to avoid further spread. It's better to close one building instead of risking closing the whole university. Father Jarmillo thinks that the quarantine will ultimately be a good thing for Schrader. And we had had no new cases in Schrader, and we are almost two weeks after, and I think people gained consciousness about this, and they are taking more precautions. In my conversation with Schrader Hall's minister, Megan Heater, she explained that Schrader Hall's administration really had nothing to do with the decision to quarantine. I think it came as a surprise to all of us because the whole staff found out a little bit before the residents did. It was a decision that was, I think, made by the Milwaukee Health Department primarily um, in conjunction with Marquette. Heater credits her RA staff for acting quickly. So there's a lot of, I think, concern amongst residents, but the RA staff did a really good job being present to them. And our hall director and myself and our assistant hall director had a a team's meeting going with our staff and we were present to answer questions and support the the RAs as they communicated with their residents, found out what they needed. Since we were the first dorm to quarantine, there were a lot of questions about what will this look like, you know, who's allowed to leave, if they leave, what is necessary before they come back, et cetera, et cetera. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lockdown. Please join us again for our next and final episode, where we will discuss what life was like after the quarantine. Once again, I'm your host, Roy Bowler, and this has been Lockdown.